Oh, when you're ready, Fritz. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Come on, buddy. Welcome back to the Red Button. That's the actual fucking start. Okay. I knew that. I'll pick you. You are such an idiot. No one listened to this old. We love you, Christy. We love you. He was directing traffic that night, wasn't he? Oh, when you're ready, Fritz. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Come on, buddy. Welcome back to the left, right, and in between. Ready? You press the button? Yeah, go, mate. We're on. We're on. We're live. Press the fucking button there. Mate, to put the tune. We intro, didn't you hear it? You missed out. We started already. That's the actual fucking start, boys. (laughs) Don't fucking try and jump in here, motherfuckers. (laughs) Fellas, uh, welcome again to the uh, Left Right Somewhere in Between podcast Uh, with uh, Freddie here. Coach, how are you? Good, mate. Good. That's good. Looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward to this segment. Why? Why is that? Because we're going to talk about the Maggies. Oh, well, and Ada, how are we? <laughs> yeah, good, mate. Good, good. That is good. Now, well, boys, we're all in our black and whites, even though the fucking pies aren't in the finals uh, today. But um, look, who gives a fuck? We can wear whatever the fuck we want and, uh, <laughs> and up the Maggies. But um, let's – I think we need to give a bit of limelight to the pies because, um, you know, our coach has got coach of the year, uh, Fly McCray. Fly McCray. Fly McCray. <laughs> Fly McCray. And he's, he's a superstar, as we all know. But – Let's let's talk about the highs and lows. You know, we, we've stuck with this team for years. Uh, obviously, you guys a lot longer than me. Um, but uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys felt uh, for twenty twenty two and and where you saw we really excelled and and probably what we need to improve and pick up on. Well, I, I, oh, sorry. No, no, um, <laughs> yeah, look, I, I've, I've um, you rude fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone, uh, you know, on, on report. On is it the term? I've gone on report as saying reported. I've gone on. No, I've on the record. record. I was saying that you know, aside from in, in my lifetime, in my young thirty-one years, I mean, sorry, fifty-one years, um, apart from two thousand and ten and nineteen ninety, this has been the best year of footy I've watched. I don't know. I mean, obviously, look at you know, we've had some great games. We've twenty ten, we won the premiership. Yeah, we've come from FYI. Didn't what did I say? I said. 2010 and... 2000, yeah, 1990. You're accurate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. oh, I wasn't listening, yeah. so... Apart from, <laughs> apart from those two years, yeah, this is, yeah, by far the greatest, like, I've enjoyed footy so much this year. And, um, yeah, I think it all comes down to, uh, you know, like, like you mentioned, uh, Craig McRae, new coach. So you, you're always a bit concerned when a new coach comes in, you don't know what he's going to offer, and, you know, he just completely turned the club around. He's got a great game plan, you know, we're moving the ball a lot quicker and, you know, interesting statistics like, uh, you know... What, what was that statistic, Pants? When we when we moved the ball from the defensive seconds. defensive fifty to forward fifty in fifteen in, seconds in we, less than thirteen seconds, we 30. score or something. We score in the ninety percentile, and we and we did that very well. Like it was just good to see a change and a change work. And you you also you gave uh, Craig McRae a rap there, but um, yeah, let's talk about Young Whisper. Hey, I knew that. I picked, I picked that. him. I picked <laughs> you're in. You are off, such idiot. an idiot. No one listened to this old buddy. Uh, I, I do. I, Craig McRae is an important part of it, but I, uh, Lepich, Brendan Bolton, um, and and the guys around him, uh, from what we gather and what we see and what we read, I read a fair bit of that rubbish. Uh, they they all do and are really really important uh, cogs inside that uh, that coaching that coaching wheel, and and they all do different things and bring different strengths. Bolton's a real educator, he's a real teacher, and the kids connect to him, but Lepich is a real relationship person. But he's also smart. You know, he's the one, the Adelaide game, when they, they flicked Whisper into the middle and the game turned, that was Lepich's decision. He, he put it forward and said, hey, throw him in the middle and see what happens. You know, it's things like that. And and the beauty is that Cray allowed it to happen. McRae said, Let it, let's see what happens. 
You never know. I would imagine in the Malthouse days, he would have said, fuck off, I'm the coach. Yeah. And Buckley too. And potentially Buckley Living too. Die by the sword, which is good. So yeah. so he allows yeah, he just, his, his, his lieutenants to come forward with stuff and, and he rolls the dice. And he it. uses it, yeah. And just for those who uh, you know, are listening to this and don't know who seeing, Whisper watching, is, watching this. how many votes did he get in the Eleven. Brownlow? 11 votes. So it's Nick Dacos. Equal, who don't equal know. with who? Uh, um, Crispy. Yep. Crispy, yeah. Crispy, who I saw at the casino the night before and the night after the Adelaide game. The Adelaide game. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I think that he might actually, by the way he was speaking, he might actually own the joint. <laughs> we but love you, Crispy. We love direct, you. He was directing traffic that <laughs> night, was, wasn't he? He was. He was. Yeah, obviously you can gather from that conversation that we, we were in uh, Adelaide to support the Black and White Army and, and paint, that, uh, paint that city black and white, which we did. And um, purple. And uh, You might ask why purple, but that'll come up later. I think that's because... Pants, cop one in the back end, but purple um, and brown. Yeah, the dipstick. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I think um, there's been there's been a, a fair bit of progression from the side. Yeah, you know, as, as we've documented time and time again. Um, you know, from 17 to uh, to, to fourth. Um, yeah, he's, a, he's an into um, a prelim. Yeah, he's, a, he's an unbelievable feat. Um, but I think th- there's if you look at the if you look at our stable and and what um, yeah players we had. In the year where we made seventeenth to the year that we made fourth and got into a prelim, um, I think yeah you can you look at the players and say yeah okay there might be a mental change there might be some um, improvements in um, obviously game physical, style game, game style, plan physical ability um, yeah they've got a new fitness coach not that fucking Irish idiot um, but you know there's there's an ability that um, obviously the players have but I think at the same time we like like pants has um, pointed out you know coaching is is integral. Um, to this, not only from obviously a game plan style, but also from the connectivity to the players, so that they they now play for you. You know, I think it's been well um, well advertised that the likes of uh, of Daisy and um, and and Heath Shaw, you know, when they were speaking about the various coaches they played under, um, that there's a complete difference between one and the other. Where there was a coach that they played for and they enjoyed, and you know, there was it was well um, you know, well well accepted by the playing group. And then there was a coach that they didn't want to play for, yeah. and, and obviously those results speak for um, the results that were under that coach. Um, you know, speak um, speak as as for they showed, yeah, for sure. Um, so, so fellas, obviously, but the year know, we, we had, the year, the year we had was super exciting. It, it is, and and we, you know, obviously we had uh, Whisper as as you know you guys have spoken about, and probably. Knocked your top off a couple of times in the bathroom, <laughs> thinking of this guy in the bathroom um, in front of the TV in the bathroom <laughs> painted painted in the, the TV. bedroom. <laughs> so, but but at the Adelaide Oval, obviously he's one player, you know, one player of eighteen that, that's on the field, and, and obviously a consistent player for him. Um, but you know, we we have the the vintage players being your your steel side bottoms, your pendles. Um, how yeah, how you've, rough you've, header retired. You've got your young players too. Um, yeah, McCreary. You've got Ash Johnson. Um, Carmichael. Yeah, Carmichael. We've we've got the likes of Ginny. Um, yeah, Billy Elliott, who's obviously a veteran of the game. But is he a veteran or is he sort of middle well, of the road? He hasn't really played. He hasn't played much because of injury. Um, so he's like he's a revived player. Yeah. Um, but if you look, I think let's let's break down our lineup here from a backline uh, midfield to, to forward line. Looking at our backline for starters, you got to say that's a solid six. Yeah. Yeah. Even even the, yeah. the boys on the bench, right? So as a stand up, we've got Maynard, um, Darcy, Darcy Moore, Howe, uh, Johnny Noble, Twilight, we've Q. Got Q. As much as I fucking hate that guy, we've <laughs> um, got Q. Um, um, Murphy. Nathan Murphy. Nate Murphy yeah. Nate he's Murphy. been a good inclusion. So you yeah. know that, that's he's also a young blood player. Like it's it's hard to 
you know, how, do, how do you bolster that back line? I think you need another. I think you need one strong stay-at-home fullback. I know that doesn't. We don't play that. That someone anymore. like a Ruffy. Someone what the role that Ruffy did. So yeah. we, so we so Madge. we so well, we'll Madge someone like that. So we've got no, so we've got Madge the decoy. So we've got someone who um you know the likes of uh, of more can can run off more rather than having to stay home. Um, or how the same thing, you know, how's it coming towards the end of his career? So if we, you know, if Billy Frampton is the talk, and then if he comes in, he sticks at that. He's that stay at home, looking after the full forward ish, and then the other guys can keep running and gunning and going. And we know when 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 Moore does that, when Q does that, uh, yeah, no, that we are really we are really powerful. He doesn't get another game, Q. The amount of fucking bullshit. I think he will. I think he will. I, think he fuck will. Off. I, I don't. I don't mind him. I don't mind him. He can he's, young, he's young. He's, he's young. Only, he's, he's young. He's shit ass. No. He, he's. He's. You know. Spend some time in the VFL champion. He's 30, 40 games behind everyone else in the back line. He, another season, I reckon he'll come good. Yeah, season in the VFL. Not. not the, <laughs> he can fuck off. It's a bit harsh. Stick on fucking TikTok. Let's move to the midfield. Don't stick to TikTok. No. What a trouble. I think he's going to come good. Move to the midfield and wingers. So who we, who we got in the midfield? So we've Steel got, on one side. We've got Steel on one side. We've and got, the other Dacos? Uh, the other, yeah, Josh, Josh. Dacos. Um, you've, obviously in the halfback, sorry, we forgot to mention Whisper after uh, all that. So clearly yeah, you yeah, guys aren't that. fans you fuck with. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, so we've got, um, yeah, we've got Dugowie. We've got uh, well, partially Dugowie in the guts. Uh, we've got Maynard who actually plays in the guts sometimes. And Crispy gets uh, up there Crispy too. Crispy gets up there too. Yeah. Um, so they juggle that shit around. Darcy Cameron, number one ruck. Yeah, Darcy Cameron with obviously yeah. Cox. You know, who knows Pinch what his hitting. future looks like. Yeah. Um, um, but so so with that midfield, like it's not you know when when we got Trelaw a few years ago when we got Trelaw um, and you know we we bolstered up our midfield with the likes of Steele Trelaw well Tay Adams too Tay Adams like you know we were we were touted to have the midfield of all midfields but then we got absolutely ravaged yeah because you know, Grundy even though got hitouts Grundy didn't get clearances oh, sorry didn't get um, taps to advantage and we got <coughs> fucking absolutely ravaged mm. um, you know so it it, uh, it goes to show that. Um, just because you get first touch in the air doesn't necessarily mean you get first touch on the ground. On the ground. So, and and obviously, if you look at our stats, um, yeah, go with the AFL uh, app or uh, ask the two man over there, the coach. Um, yeah, you look <laughs> at those stats and you find that, yeah, although we're getting sixty tap, tap outs of a game, we're we're only getting you know twenty odd clearances. Yeah. Out of out of out of the center center square. So, I think that's that's a big killer as well. You know, I think they all talk about. Having those tap outs and clearances is having the first touch and getting your guys the first feed of that football, and I think it's proven right. Like with well, with the six six six, the quicker you get out of the middle, the quicker you get to your forward line. You create one on ones. That's right, and you're half a chance from there. That, that's exactly right, and and you don't necessarily need to spend seven hundred thousand on Grundy to provide seven hundred one point or million one or whatever <laughs> it is. You don't need to spend that much money on a Grundy to get a, a hit out. Cause well, Darcy even, Cameron's proved that. Correct. And he's fucking a quarter of the way. Yeah. The game against Fremantle, um, I was there and um, I was at halftime, I was, I was with my girlfriend and I was showing her the stats and Collingwood was behind on, you, man. on, on everything. Collingwood was behind on everything and all that's, the stats. That's not the first time. No, no it's right. And, and, it's, yeah. and you, you look at that and you say to yourself that, it, that that one stat though that you brought up before, Pants, is that that stat that bring out from the defence into the forward line in that 13-second mark that was it. That's that's that one stat that keeps them kicking goals in the game and keep them in the game the whole time. When we beat Mad- Melbourne the stat, second time. Every other stat, tap outs, everything. We're behind in everything. We beat Melbourne the second time. The two key stats that we won for the game, the only two was obviously the scoreboard. We were ahead of them at the end of the game. Great. The other one was pressure act. Other than that, 
We lost everything. Some, yeah, some people may say it was the right, crowd the, screaming the in the fucking The stadium. crowd screaming. <laughs> Apparently that's a big advantage. Yeah. But um, actually, I'll, I'll ask you about that. When, when you're in the crowd and whether you're sitting in the nosebleeds or you're sitting on the fence and, and you scream out. And, or, you, or somewhere in between. Or somewhere in between, yep, possibly, yep. yes. Um, that's where I like to that's sit. That's where I like to sit. Yeah. yeah, in the fucking nowheres. So when, you, when you're sitting with, with the plebs in those levels and champions at the front getting, getting the actual – Word out to the the playing group. Anyway, do you feel get to the point that there is? Word do you feel the that there's group. there's an actual like influence? I know we were talking about before in a couple of episodes before that um you know the crowd provides an influence. Do you feel that if the players are close enough to the vicinity of you, do you have an influence on how they're they're no, like, do they no, listen? Do you no, think they hear? No, no, I think I think that it's not so much. I think it's when you listen to players and they say they can't hear over the crowd. You have to realise the crowd has an influence. It has to, because if if you can't even hear the umpires calling or doing anything, it means they can literally hear the crowd. And if the crowd is, I went to that game and um, when the umpires made a decision against Carlton, and the entire crowd started calling bullshit, 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 they can hear it. They can abs- especially it, when the crowd gets up together and says it. Are you talking about indiv- like, like, yeah, so if, like if you're, you're coaching oh, from as, the, as an individual from the boundary line yelling at when you go, Hoskin Elliott, you idiot! Or you're telling Checker to kick the fucking football, or you're asking Q to fucking kick down the line because there's space. I don't think they can hear you, mate, but you keep doing you. But so, okay, so we've now talked about the mids. Let's talk about our forward line because our forward line is unorthodox, right? We've got probably one of the smallest in height of a forward line in the comp. Um, yet our output is probably three times as much as any other forward line. Yeah. yeah. So if we look at the likes of Checker, you fucking dyslexic fuck, like <laughs> seriously, we've got Checker, we've got um, Billy, Jamie Elliott, we've Ginevan, got Ginevan, McCreary, we've got McCreary uh, Carmichael sometimes has a pinch hit in the forward yeah. line. Johnson. Um, yeah, you've got uh, Ash, Ash Johnson. Yeah, yeah the, these, these young... And Cox. Oh, yeah, Cox will yeah, pinch, pinch, pinch it. Cameron as well. Um, so, you know, we've got these young-blooded players that uh, obviously have, have proven themselves to say that they, they're up to this, the task to, to kick the goals that we need, to make the numbers that we need to, to, um, to, to obviously win a game. But do you, do you feel that that can be bolstered up, keeping in mind they're looking at McStay to come in? Um, you know, Bobby Hill. Bobby Hill. They're, they're, you know, obviously, they're players that are coming in. There's got to be players coming out. So does that does that fuck with the chemistry that we've got? Uh, look, it's going to be down a game plan because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. How the coach is set up uh, and how they and how everyone contributes in their their role. Is what we hear all the time. That that's what it comes down to. Um, players are always going to switch. You're always going to change players. They've just got to play the way that they've been told to play. I don't know how McStay is going to fit in. It's talk that he's going to run up and down the ground and help. It doesn't sound like it doesn't look like he's have a tank though. Linking up from back to forward, they're going to use his height to get that happening. But I think I think you need more runners than anything else. Um, and Hoskin Elliott's the end of his career too. But you know, he, I don't mind him. Other people on his panel yeah. don't like him. Mm. I don't mind him. Yeah, the jury's right. who? Hoskin, no, two dads. Oh, yeah. how does he get a game week <laughs> in week out? So you have a go at Q because I'm having a go at Q, and now you're saying Hoskin Elliott. He can kick a goal at least. Oh, what the fuck I do? I want to put on record. On I, like, wait, I like all wait, our plays. Wait. Let can he kick a goal, record. though? Can he? he kick a goal? Fuck. Is it, is, is, who are you talking about now? Hoskin Elliott. Well, Hoskin Elliott. Of course he can kick a goal. He won us a game early in the Correct. year. He's done yeah. all right. He's done move all right. He won us a game off his own boot. Move on, move on. So, oh, my God. So then, <laughs> we, so we're looking, yeah, looking at, at, at 2022. You know, it's, uh, sorry, 2023. It, like, what is that? 
you know, I think looking at the the potential influx of people that now want to join the black and white army, um, you know, to forego their current colours and, and move to the dark side, so to speak, you know, what, I don't know how we can fit all these players in our it's budget. It's the first time in years we've had players say, I want to go to Collingwood. But how do we fit it in the budget? Oh, have that's got, and that's why the talk about Grundy going is is pivotal to it, and and talk about all these other players being released, cut, salaries renegotiated, which is why they haven't re-signed to Goey. Everyone's just waiting for him to put the and he'll put pen to paper, I believe. But um, it's just a matter of how they can shift all those pieces of the puzzle in together. And if it means we've got to lose one to pick up three and a couple of draft picks, I think it's worth but, it. But do you think that some of our like? Honestly, honestly, let's call it out right now. Let's let's not be fucking pussies about this. Do you believe there are players in our list that are currently overpaid? Absolutely, every club's yeah. got them. Yeah, they're out. Yeah. Name, yeah. name yeah. one. At our club, yeah, every player. Uh, Hoskin Elliott's probably overpaid. It was he highly lost three hundred grand, does he? No, nah, he was he 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 got drafted or moved into our club from GWS from GWS, yeah. and and the story went around that when it happened, he was almost doubled his salary. Really? Yeah. No, someone's got to chew, man. Get get on that coach. <laughs> find, find out find out what that number is because I, 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 like I, he doesn't have a high output. I, I agree with you, but I don't think we're paying him that much money. Maybe maybe two hundred grand, three hundred grand, maybe, maybe a year. Yeah, he no wouldn't way. be on five hundred. Well, I still think no. that's too much. No. <laughs> well, look at Q, that motherfucker. Like he was our number one, right? Yeah, but he'd still he he'd only be on one hundred and fifty, two hundred. No so. way. Yeah, he wouldn't be on much more than that. No, no. way. No. Someone Google it up. Google it up. Where's your there phone? Is, there your is phone, no coach? fucking way. Yeah, I haven't got my phone. Okay, um, you're, you're the IT man. Can I just can I just go back to your very first question about our highs and lows for the year? Yep. Okay. My low was going to the West Coast game and losing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really God. thought we were going to win that. Oh. I went there and we was lost. it round three? Steve, you're it was so very right. early. You're so right. It was so early, and I really thought. You know, we, we've got some young players. I thought we had a chance. And when we lost, I walked away going, what a shit year we're going to have. Shit. And how wrong was I? But but that moment, at that time, walking away from that ground, I just thought, this is going to be a horrific year. Yeah. And um, it didn't turn that way, which was great. Don't get me wrong. But that was the low. Yeah. And the high, the high for me was thinking we were going to lose to Essendon. <laughs> and... Things just turned around, and, and that that final kick was just incredible. Yeah. I got kicked out of that game, unfortunately. I didn't get to see that. <laughs> you get to see. I got, I got um, kicked out with my daughter. West Coast this year recorded a record low total number of Brownlow votes as a team. Wow! But I think and and they rebuild, beat us. I think they're in a rebuild phase too, which is which is another difficulty. Yeah. Like you know, I think they they had some highs in that twenty eighteen year. 2018. Yep. Um, where where they obviously they were, they were running on top of water, and um, you know it's obviously a slow progression. Obviously their players got older and slower, injured, blah 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 blah, and obviously have, have dribbled dribbled away. Um, but don't forget this year they got ravaged by COVID, so there was a period of time there. That's true. When so eat a dick south Western Australia. Five or six of their players that played had never ever seen the coach before. And the coach only met them when he introduced them and gave them their jumper on the ground before the game. So, so that that there tells you, WA, pull your fucking head in <laughs> because you're not better than every other state. And West Coast Eagles was that McGowan? Suck a dick, lock. <laughs> we we at the we, yeah, we from Victoria. We Bad were luck. Oh, we, we ravel. We do not with care. COVID. Yeah, we we what we'll proclaim to have like the the highest amount of uh, lockdown. Greatest lockdown city in the world. world. And uh, so we we've all put up with it, and because you're. 
dumbass fucking premier wants to lock your state down and not in, you know, intermingle with the rest of the world, well, fuck you. So you, I, I, don't, I don't give any credit. Sorry to interrupt, guys. I have a list of the whole team and salaries. So <clears throat> Which where year? are we? Current year. Will Oscar Elliott, 243,000. Told you it's not more than 300 grand, you fucks. Um, oh, you, what's you, Q? You actually believe what's Quainall? I'm just looking for Quainall. Yeah, where is he? Look at the fucking top of the list because he's getting paid too much, that cunt. Is it alphabetical? It is. Two-man, you're out of a Q, job. Q, Q, Q. Oh, is that Quainer? 312. There, so you go. Overpaid. Fuck off. Ginevan? Scott Pendlebury, 463. Overpaid. But, but that's he's, he's, that's probably back-ended, right? Oh, sorry, top-ended. I don't right? believe these yeah, salaries yeah. at all. Hey? I don't believe this. So, so while he's looking that up, Mark, what's your highs and lows for the year? Uh Definitely, definitely the win against Carlton was a massive high. <laughs> uh, the high overall really was that we just competed and and we we uh, we can just see a different style of football. Um, we're really happy with the coach and the players and the gelling and everything that they talk about. Um, for us, the lows, yeah, West Coast loss was really shit and the Geelong loss was shit too because uh, we were 30 odd points up and just should never have lost that game. Um, you know... It, just, just really those in general, but I think, I think overall, I'd rather be want to end up being more positive about how we finished off. Yeah, it wasn't great to lose to, to Swans by point, um, but reality is, we probably shouldn't have beaten the Bombers and we probably shouldn't have beaten the Blues. So, but in saying that too, I think, um, yeah, where where I sympathise with with North Melbourne supporters is, it, it when your team loses regularly and gets pumped, you, know, you as a supporter, I believe, should still be going to the games, right? Day in, day out, regardless of rain, weather, you know, rain, sun, windy, whatever it is, and your team's getting pumped, you still need to sit there on the fence and go through and, and go and you know, go through the punches with your team. But it's um, it, it makes it difficult when you know, your team is getting regularly pumped, and it just it makes it super hard to just sit there and grit your teeth to bear it. Yeah. So obviously these these wins that we've had. Um, by the less than a goal and whatever, yeah, it gets your chub on. You, yeah, you get a bit hard about it, it and you, 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 know, you just you stick fat with the club and you know that you know, there are brighter days ahead. Um, but so, yeah. so what about your highs and lows, Fred? We haven't got um, to that yet. Yeah, no, I think, I think for, for me that the highs is obviously the, the overall achievement of the club. I don't think um, – I think week in, week out that the boys have always pushed hard to succeed and to, to get to a point where they um, will be able to win whichever way was possible. Um, so, so I think just the overall achievement of the club has always has, has been a, the, the high for me. I think the low point though is, you know, the 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 likes of simple simple mistakes. Yeah, you know, I, I I think for me, I um, and I say when when I go to the footy, I say it all the time. Like, you know, these players are getting paid reasonable amounts of money to live a dream that any single child, man or woman, or sorry, boy or girl, um, would, would die to do, right? To be able to put on a, a, a jumper and play on the big stage in front of hundreds or tens of thousands of people um, and, and you know, they would push their hardest to do what uh, to, to do the best that they could do. But the low points for me is then when you go to these games and you can see these superstar men um, specifically in AFL, because um, I haven't really gone to an AFLW game, but you can see these superstar men that take their situation for granted and you just think to yourself, like, any man in the stadium would be happy enough to just put on a jersey to be running out there to and take play one game. Even just to have one kick. Like, not even a game. Go out there and do a fucking hammy in three minutes <laughs> and uh, yeah, whilst you're having a kick. That wouldn't happen to me. Would it happen to you? No, 100% it'd fucking happen to me because I'm a barge ass. But, you know, it, it, it's that. It's It's... You know, 
these these guys are gifted with with talent. Obviously, uh, hard work. There's no doubt about that, right? They've they've obviously done it from their junior years. But to see players flaunt what they've done in the sense that they've take it for granted and you know it, it's all just a fucking game, like that's the low light for me. And there's been some times where you see some of our superstars do that, and I get that there's going to be down down points here and there. But to to see specific players that do that, i.e. a, a Dagoe, like. That that frustrates me, and that 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 creates a low point for me for the year. Ada, um, <clears throat> highs. Uh, so, I think for me, oh, it's it's hard, so hard to pick a high. Uh, probably both Carlton wins. Uh, I was at the first Carlton win um, with my partner, surrounded by a whole heap of Carlton supporters, and like I was trembling and shaking. It was just, it was yeah. Uh, that was probably one of my highlights, and then also beating him to um, <clears throat> knock him out of the the eight was another one. Um, and I guess what Fred said, it's just a fucking great year all around. Um, but I think the low, because you know you have losses during the year, and you know you've got to cop that. Um, and I didn't realise it was a low until later in the week. Was probably this week missing out on on the big dance. Yeah. Um, watching the Sydney game, you know we 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 were down by. Four four goals, whatever it was at the quarter time. And you're sort of thinking, you know, on that ground, that's a big margin. It's probably worth a couple more goals, you know, anywhere else. Um, and then so to come back and, you know, like I'd, I'd sort of given up already, but, you know, um, you sort of hold on for hope because we've done it a few times and we nearly did again. Mm. Um, and so you sort of, you know, after the game, you sort of went, oh, well, you know, we've had a great year. You know, everyone's saying, you know, if you said this, if you told me this time last year we're playing a prelim, you'd be fucking, you'd think I'm crazy. And yeah, that's true. And that's sort of what I was, you know, I was writing that for a day or so. But then when the hype starts to come up, you know, the weekend's coming, you see this morning I saw uh, front page of the, the Herald Sun, you know, the Geelong, Sydney, and he's just going, fuck. Could have been us. That could have been us. I could, I, I shouldn't be here right now. Yeah. And for me, it's that's sort of been. It weird, just been a weird feeling and and a bit of emptiness, I reckon. Yeah. So for me, that's been the low the low part of the year. It's so, no, because because at the time we lost, it didn't, I didn't feel it. Yeah. It was just a few days later. It was yeah. It sets it in, crept, doesn't it? Crept up on me, yeah. So yeah. so in in conclusion, we don't want to be taking up too much of our uh, our weekend uh, with regards to the the podcast. We want to get on the beers already and uh, and obviously get into the um the, the food that we've got cooking, but. Look, guys, I just want to finish off this grand final episode with how do you think this game will start, knowing that we've played both teams and how they both played against us? Um, and then the second question to that is, finally, what is your prediction for the final scores and who wins? I'll go first. Uh, I think the Cats will jump out early and I think that'll be the difference in the game at the end because it'll be an arm wrestle from there. Uh, oh, 15 points. Uh, Norm Smith, I'm going to go outside here and Mitch Duncan. Um, and uh, and that's it. So the Cats, 15, Mitch Duncan, Brown, uh, Norm Smith. Okay. Leading goal kicker, uh, Jeremy Cameron. With how many? I reckon you'll kick three. Coach? Um, <clears throat> I think, um, I, I agree. I think, um, I think Geelong um, will come out in the first quarter. Um, however, I think Sydney will, will come out in the second and um, I think it'll be a close one by half time. Uh, and I think the uh, the game will um, will finish out very close. I think it'll be a probably a three point win to Sydney. Uh, wow, and, big and, call! And I think that um, and Whoa. for me again, I think even though Sydney will win, I still think uh, Dangerfield will get uh, 
Norm Smith. Uh, the Norm Smith. And goals? Who's the lead, lead goal kicker? Uh, Jeremy Cameron. With how many? Oh, I reckon about five. Okay. Now, Ada? Um, I honestly think that Geelong will just control the game from start to finish. They'll just toy with them. You know, I, I reckon Geelong will just control the game as as they do, as I've seen them do during the year. Um. Fuck Norm Smith, oh, I don't know. Fucking, you know what? They'll probably give it to Dangerfield or Selwood. Just, you know, Midfielder. yeah, just you know, oh, we've got to give it to one of those blokes. Um, have well, you seen? Have you seen? Go on by how much though? Have you seen the committee who's selecting? No. Oh, there's fucking. Let me guess. Jared Waitley. Isn't Nathan Buckley no, one of them? No, year? I'm not sure Nathan Buckley is, but there's some weird names there. I don't know. No. Anyway. Um, Ah, uh, Geelong by 25. 25. Who's the goal, goal leading goal? Ah, uh, Jeremy Cameron, about four, I reckon he'll kick. And Norm Smith was? Ah, uh, I'll just say. Danger or Selby. Danger, yeah, danger. Well, to, to be different, I'll pick Sydney. Uh, and I'll pick Sydney by 20, 24. <laughs> yeah. I did say Sydney. You did. You fucking so, so you're very different. Geelong, Geelong, you're will so come different. In, Geelong will come out in the first quarter and then <laughs> Sydney will come out in the second quarter. Well, well, of course, well, I hope they, they do. Coming, I hope they do. Otherwise, they're, otherwise they're not playing game. footy. No, <laughs> you, know what I mean. you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I don't know, do it. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, so I think I think Sydney. Swans by 24. Sydney, so yeah, Sydney by 24. I think it'll be Papley that will kick four goals. Papley. And I think Luke Park will get Norm Smith. That's a good one. Can you not say that name? I'll get fucking chills up and down my I'm just. I'm doing it for the fans. <laughs> but that on, my, on that, guys, uh, we say cheers to everyone. We and hope you enjoy uh, grand final day, everyone. Day and, have a good uh, one. Let's enjoy get, your day. Let's get fucked up. Get on Indeed. the punt. Cheers, guys. <laughs> See you guys. Take See you guys. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. Bye.